Dynasty Football Network presents Super Flexible Podcast with your two co-hosts, Tudrin and Swags, and host, Steve Halepka. What's up, everybody? It's your host, Steve Halepka, here tonight with another edition of the Super Flexible Podcast. Joined here tonight again, as always, by my boys, Swags. What's going on, Swags? It was me. I got to go first again. That's always right. first. Yeah, now we, we we keep it in somewhat ABC order because then we go to two drink. What's going on, two drink? That makes zero sense. Two is always at the <laughs> beginning, but that's cool. What's up, Steve? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. How's uh, how's life down in Florida? I can't complain. It's beautiful down here. You guys still dealing with snow and cold crap? That's stupid. We finally got some spring. I, I'll say we, we were like in the 60s. I'm sure you're like in the 90s or something like that with crazy humidity. But yeah, we're we're in the 60s now. It's officially spring in New Jersey. So Nin- 90s at the beach, brother. Ah, lucky man lucky man uh but more importantly than our typical guys here we've got a really awesome guest uh derek (laughs) brown hey i'm just saying he derek's a big deal so we're gonna introduce him right now oh my god it's a big deal yeah man uh so on on twitter at uh dbro underscore ffb derek what's going on man oh i'm doing good that's the hell of an intro i don't know if i'm a big deal but uh i i Look, I'm I'm just a guy trying to be a dude. That's what I always say. <laughs> a love that. huge I love that. deal, right? Shit, I'm on Twitter more than uh, any grown man should ever freaking be. Uh, <laughs> I think all of us are, which is scary. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so with that said, I mean, tell them who you are, where to find you, what you're contributing to. I I'm your mild mannered uh, dad bod drunk writer. Um, <laughs> I, I like fantasy. I uh, know I, I write for the Quant Edge. I also write for Fantasy Data and Gridiron Experts. Um, you can hear this sultry voice on Sirius every now and then. Um, right now, turn in Dynasty content. I'm um, trying my damnedest. Uh, I, I'm I'm slowly grinding film and trying to ignore what I feel like is uh, just a passable uh, draft class this year. But uh, I'm still excited for it. Um, because who the hell doesn't get excited for draft night? It's so hard to not um, get sucked in, isn't it? Yeah. Even when you're Dude, like, it, like it you is. said, like, hey, I'm not that excited about the draft class, but I'm excited. <laughs> like, give well, me some of those that's, rookies. That's kind of how I feel about this whole draft class. I mean, everybody's like, well, there's got to be a number one guy, right? I was like, is there? Right. Really? Yeah. Yep. But no, that's, that's, that's me. That's what's up. So I, I know you're talking about grinding film. I mean, who have been some of the players you've been most impressed with that impressed with as you started to to look through some of the film? Um, so the first guys, I, I am a huge lover of all things Rodney Anderson. Um, I, I I get all the injury concerns, but if this dude had not a injury concern, I feel like he would be tops in this class. I, I love him, absolutely love him. And if I got a late first, early second. Which I don't in a lot of leagues because I've already traded all those freaking picks for proven players. Mm. But um, if I had it, I'd be grabbing him everywhere. Nice, like it, like it. Coming out with a good take. I like that. Starting off the pod strong. Awesome. Man. What are you doing there? I mean, without landing spots today, are you going one hundred and one? Are you that high on him? If you've got that pick, or do you need to? You are you waiting because you know? Oh he's not no, I mean I. I I would be waiting. I mean, I don't think he's going to go one-on-one. I don't think he's going to go. Nobody's actually talking about him. He's not doing much of anything. And then, I mean, we know the draft capital. He's probably going to be what? I mean, at best, uh, what, a fourth, fifth round guy? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. I mean, yeah. probably a fifth round guy if I were to just 
He needs pull a, a number out of, out of a hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I hope he freaking goes to Tampa Bay. That's my biggest thing. I hope Arian snags him late. That's what I, I'm, I'm holding out every bit of uh, tiny curly hope on. I like that. I like that. Yeah, and when, that's one of the topics we're actually going to talk about tonight is team need uh, across the board for the upcoming NFL draft next week. Um, but yeah, so we have a little bit of news and notes as well to talk about. Um, but yeah, so before we get into that, though, let's talk about where you can find the rest of the guys on Twitter. Uh, so Swags, where can the folks find you? I am at DFF underscore Swag. To drink. At FL to drink minimum and at Superflex pod. Awesome. And I'm at the real Holopka and at Superflex Trades. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the uh, news and notes happening. Obviously, uh, tonight as we are recording or just before we recorded, uh, the NFL did re- release their full schedule for the 2019 season. Uh, we'll, we'll, we will be kicking off with Bears and Packers, uh, renewing that rivalry for the 100th year anniversary of the this NFL. This is not even in the notes, dude. Dude, I'm just going from memory now, Man. right? Uh, and then we've also on. got... Yeah, we've got the Screw Pats. the show sheet. <laughs> the show sheet, man. Just, just going. Uh, we've also got the Pats and Steelers for Sunday Night Football in Week 1. Uh, and then he, the Texans and Saints for Monday Night Football in Week 1. So some pretty fun matchups to start the year off. Um, tons of storylines, tons of drama, obviously, with the Steelers. So we'll see if they can hold up against the Pats. Um, but yeah, a lot, lot of fun stuff as the NFL kicks off uh, relatively soon. Uh, and especially as we're getting to the NFL draft and going forward. Uh, but speaking about the Patriots, um, some news about a signing from them, signed Demarius Thomas to a one-year contract. Uh, I don't personally have high expectations for him uh, coming off that injury, nasty injury with the Texans last year. But uh, Derek, do you have any expectations for uh, for Demarius Thomas in New England? Not really. I, I, I think they signed him because at least what I – what I unearthed, uh, they did not have to give up a comp pick uh, in signing him. And if he's got anything in the tank, I mean, you know, the, I haven't seen contract details come out. I can't imagine there's a whole lot of guaranteed. I imagine it's probably a whole lot of, uh, you know, roster bonuses and uh, all these type of, you know, in, incentives, uh, if you were. But I don't really think, I mean, we didn't see anything out of him whenever he was with Denver, whenever he was with Houston outside of like what the first drive when he was a Texan. So I don't really think, I I think at best you peg him for around what Chris Hogan did last year past that. I don't, I don't want any part of it. Yeah. uh, I'm in total agreement there. Uh, Two drink or swags. You feel differently. We'll start with two drink. It looks like it's 150 grand uh, signing. (laughs) basically Is is all he's really guaranteed there. So it's, it cost them literally nothing to do it. Um, I I might go over Chris Hogan did last year if Demarius Thomas actually makes the team. You know, game yeah, one if going into that. But I everybody's so down on it. Like I, it doesn't sound like I have to give a whole lot to put put a guy like Lad on my team. And I'll take it. You give me whatever you want. Like you, I'll I'll take the I'll take Why the extra last roster. Year, so I'll give you the four twelve. Sounds good. If that's all I can get, like, but find the biggest sap in your league and sell him to that guy because I, I mean, rank Chad Ochocinco, Andre Johnson, Reggie Wayne, and let's Whatever. add, like, let's add Demarius Thomas to that list of Gronk Patriots of who never play. Where targets going. 
those guys sure. didn't even play though hardly. I mean, it's it's one of those situations where we're just going to get and way too excited. Off Achilles. I get it. Yeah, I'm but the, not- you were there like backing up the other guys I just named too when they signed. Like, there's always a reason why the next guy that signed on the Patriots is going to be good until they're not. They, and I just I, got him for a four twelve. Like it costs. Go ahead. Good luck with that pick. And I get it. And that, question, that was guys. my exaggeration. Go. But like, give me a third. No, you took it. Deal. Deal. <laughs> it was done. It was done. Swag. Which, which 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 old Broncos or former Broncos coming off an Achilles? So I think Sanders is coming off an Achilles as well, right? Correct. Okay, so which one of those two old aging Achilles receivers would you want in a vacuum? Sanders. Sure. For the Patriots or just any any in a vacuum? Just I mean, a uh, in a vacuum, which one? Probably Sanders. Yeah, Sanders. Man, I, I think that he's more. I think he's less of a superstar throughout his career, and he'll be able to like be more subject to the team changes. I don't think Demarius Thomas is going to sit around and want to learn from Tom Brady or Belichick at this stage in his career. That's why the vets walk. Like it just doesn't happen there. Sanders has freaking Flacco. Flacco of all damn people. But healthy, <laughs> he's the one. Um, it's not Sutton or Hamilton yet. And I don't think Demarius Thomas is, is that on in the Patriots. So he's that's I, Patriots. it just feels safer that way for sure. But yeah, I mean, both are coming off that, so who knows what we get. Yeah. If it's not ready week one, like for Sanders, don't you know, don't be surprised. Right. Steve Smith's the only wide receiver I can, you know, really remember coming back from Achilles so, at this point and then blow it out, you know, and and that's that's Steve freaking Smith. So, mm-hmm. two drink, you've got Demarius Thomas, and now I want to give you a third for him. We're at in the third, three six. Mm, I'm gonna wait till the rookie draft. Really? I think I might. I think I might hold earlier. Earlier when you when you when I got that four four twelve for him, uh, I was thinking like three oh eight in my head. So that you went rookie, to as soon as that rookie close. drafts there though, those picks are gonna be I, I'm I'm really excited to pick now. Yeah, then I'm good. I'll chill. <laughs> <sighs> you shouldn't right. have given me that four twelve earlier. You've tainted right? my head. There you go. You messed around with him too much swags with that's that. what he means to me. Low ball. Right? <laughs> I want more, but that's what he means to me. I'm good with it. Walking. Okay. So from a new Patriot to an old Patriot, let's talk about Chris Hogan signing with the Panthers. Do we think this is, again, any more than just a depth signing? Hopefully a camp body for, for Carolina. Pass. Start with Swags on this one. Um, Say it again. Chris Hogan in Carolina signing to a one-year deal. Oh, Do we think he's- he cares. He wouldn't even listen because he's right? yeah, Hogan. Really- Hey, I'm looking at <laughs> I'm looking at D Bro's team and I'm trying to send him a trade while we're on the show. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. Uh, trade alert, trade alert. Wrong show. Sorry. You might not see anything. All right. Oh, you'll All see right. lots. I just um, don't know if I want to give you anything. <laughs> no, I don't we can, we can pass Chris Hogan. Chris I, Hogan just can't body potentially. Steve, yeah. what do you want to talk about? I like his current situations better, but yeah, I, I don't really you do love it, Steve. it. I mean with DJ Moore there and Samuels, Samuels, yep. He's at best, what, fourth, fifth for targets? Yeah. Probably fifth. It's, it's, a, pa- it's a pass, man. Yep. Yep. Hard pass. That's what I figured. Just Helps whoever's to bring it up the ball. Yep. Demarius Thomas over Chris Hogan. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I totally agree. Demarius Thomas over Chris Hogan. Yeah, whatever I'll take Chris Hogan. I'll totally take Hogan. Would you Hogan. really? Absolutely. Oh I want the guy that's going to at least be on a team week one. That that may not happen though. I don't know if that happens, man. Okay. Uh, man, well, I'm just happy 
Yeah. The, the wide receiver three or four. I mean, I'd, I'd take the wide receiver three or I mean, they're, at least like the, the well, the third or fourth option in targets. I'd take it on the Patriots as I, versus the Panthers. I, dude, I do not think Demarius Thomas will play with the Patriots. I think it's an absolute yeah, I mean, sell high. And, I and I think true. that I think he's smarter than Ocho Cinco. Like, at least he kept his freaking name. What about Reggie okay. Wayne? Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne was way past his prime. Reggie Wayne was like 36. Yeah, yeah he was. We're talking yeah. about a guy that just got. Demarius is close to like 36 and like body age. Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. He's a great blocker too. The other thing is Demarius was never like a route runner. He was never like a refined never. player. It was. Never. It was all athleticism, and the athleticism went. So did he. So yeah. I don't. I don't see him doing anything. I mean, if anything, they use him as what a red zone threat. I mean, me. Red zone threat, maybe a bubble screen here and there, just because yeah. he's had some success with those in the past. But yeah, totally agree. I don't I, fault him for Case Keenum last year, and then he no. got a hurt couple games into uh, yep. the shot Watson. Yeah. Case Keenum missed him on lots of touchdowns. I, I think we've talked entirely too much about Demarius Thomas, Chris Hogan. <laughs> That's your fault. Uh, <laughs> it is my fault. I, sh- I shouldn't talk about numbers. Chris Hogan anymore. I know. Well, I, we had a Patriots segue, and that's why I went that way. Uh, let's talk about some new money for, for some big players. So Russell Wilson signed a massive fat extension. Four years, $140 million, $107 million guaranteed. Crazy money to stay in Seattle. My Giants, uh, obviously, the thought process, they might have had a shot at him with the deadline pass, but not happening anymore, clearly. Uh, so it looks like Russell Wilson will continue to throw the ball 400 times a year in Seattle. Um, still high in QB1, Derek? In your in your rankings going forward, oh yeah, Russell find a way. He always finds a way. It just uh, to to that point though. Uh, the description I, I I thought it was hilarious. The description of his contract per his agent was that Russ compromised. I thought I that, so. sh- that shit was ridiculous. I was just like, oh okay, so so the new max for 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 QB is a compromise. Oh, okay, good to know. <laughs> nice to, nice to know that. I mean, I don't disagree with Russ being paid. The dude's, I mean, he's a baller because that team around him as far as receivers and the fact that he's been limited with volume and he played on one leg, uh, what was that, 2017, basically? Yep. And he's he's balled out. So he deserves the cash. Pay the damn dude. Yeah. He, he bent it, them over, to be honest. It's, only, it's a little <laughs> only $25 million a year. I mean, I say only, and I get it that he has the extra year on there. But Cousins is at like thirty three, you know, million a year. So maybe that's the compromise in his head. I think the actual ex- extension money, though. I think just the pure extension money is it's like thirty five. So oh, with what he's got, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what the the new money is. That's all right. Fair enough. So it's it's quite a bit of change with one hundred seven million guarantee, which is stupid amount of money. Um, but yeah, so goodness here for Russell. He'll still be there. He'll find a way, like you said, Derek, to be a QB one going forward. Um, so yeah, still fire up Russell Wilson, no matter what. Uh, and then in, in Minnesota, Adam Thielen signed a nice extension for himself four years, $64 million to stay in Minnesota. Um, so I think we should probably ask this question. Um, so we'll start with you swags on this one. Uh, Thielen or Diggs going forward? Uh, I'll still take Diggs. Okay. Two drink. Ditto. Derek. Oh, it's Diggs all day, baby. Yes. We, we have not seen his ceiling. I'm Agreed. a Diggs truther. Yep. Agreed, agreed. Uh, Diggs, so it's unanimous here across the board. Uh, if he can stay healthy for a full season, Stefan Diggs, I think we should really start to see some goodness, low end, potentially low end wide receiver one numbers from him uh, going forward. Heading into <laughs> the NFL draft, the NFL draft next week, 
Uh, obviously, a lot of us are excited for it. Night one, we may see some skilled players besides quarterbacks taken, hopefully. Um, so we'll go down division by division, team by team, just talk about some other team needs. We'll start in the AFC East with the Buffalo Bills. Um, personally, I thought their biggest need is going to be running back. They've got, I think, a combined age of 185 as their running backs right now between Shady and, and Frank Gore. Uh, so definitely need some youth there in the backfield in Buffalo. Um, two drink, we'll start with you on this one. Um, thoughts about Buffalo potentially adding some skill players in, in this draft? I mean, like you said, they're old, they're old as crap. I, I kind of feel like they add at least some piece there to see if they can groom, even if they just let the old guys do it this year and, and kind of play smart behind Josh Allen. But I don't. I don't think this is a team that will use a, a higher pick on a running back. They got some other so, fill there. So let me ask you this then: If they take a running back in the first four rounds of the NFL draft, are you more apt to take that player in the first two rounds of a rookie draft, or are you would you still be waiting on that player because that landing spot still isn't that great with Shady and Frank Gore ahead of them? Um, I mean. Second round's definitely okay for a running back that has a you know a shot at the starting job with the old guys right there, but uh, I don't, it doesn't seem like a uh, one very high to me, or one that not a high end guy would go to. You know, one of the high end running backs. Okay, Swags thoughts on Buffalo taking a running back this year, the, this I upcoming mean, draft. If they take one, I mean, I, for me, it depends on the round and name, but mm-hmm. I I don't think they will either. I kind of think that they'll try to patch things up with just Goran McCoy and whatever other crappy vet they can find even if it's a younger one i mean maybe even yelled in and then unless it's somebody cheap but it looks to me are, like they're gonna try to wait till 2020 what about a bryce love super late coming off the torn acl where you're, you're pretty much red shirting them this year anyways and then you get somebody that late in the draft that last year would probably have been a, what a, a third rounder at worst yeah do you like that swags yeah, I don't hate that at all, you know. Or and then you you still might not have to pick use a second round in your rookie draft because of that too. Mm-hmm. Get them for right. a little later. Yeah, that's a good one. But man, uh, I think they need somebody. But man, who knows with Gore? Gore surprises us every year. He can play at least forty. Frank Gore, it's amazing. Dude just keeps on ticking. Uh, Derek, I'll ask you if they take Rodney Anderson in the, in the fourth round for Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, I'm taking Roddy Anderson regardless. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I might spit a little mafia hate here. I, I think they already have the running back. I think they need a quarterback. Um, Who? I, 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 I think Josh Allen does does good enough running. Is that right, or am I wrong? It's probably true. Uh, yeah. I mean, I honestly, I, I don't see them addressing running back. I see them going offensive line. I see them going defense. Uh, I, I don't. I, I've heard some. Well, we, at, earlier in the offseason, we heard whispers of wide receivers. I don't see them addressing that. They they hit that hard in free agency. So Juiced up. I think O-line, O-line D-line, or uh, some other defensive player is where they go. Yep. I could definitely see that. I mean, their offensive line was just a train wreck last year. Uh, and to protect the young quarterback, we'll definitely need that uh, going forward. Let's move to the, uh, the New York football Jets, obviously making some big splashes in this offseason, signing Le'Veon Bell and Jamison Crowder. Um, so it's, it seems like they have the makings of a decent skill position group. Um, but we'll start with, uh, swags on this one. Jets, do they address the skill positions? Do you think they take a wide receiver later on? Cause it's really, it's Robbie Anderson, Crowder and, and curse, I guess is their top three, but you know, they could definitely use some youth there as well. Um, uh, yeah, I would love to see them take a wide receiver. I'm not like a Robbie Anderson guy. I'd like to see Crowder and see what happens, but. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to keep believing. I, I'd buy Crowder cheap. 
Hey, how about that, D bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm holding. Um, <laughs> I I just man, I I want to believe in Crowder. I I just damn it, I hate gays. I really do. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Do you I drink really, I, can't stand him. <laughs> no, I'm gonna drink. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. So, do you think they addressed uh, Derek? Do you think they addressed another skill position player, or do you think they're pretty much set with, you know, Bell plus McGuire in the backfield, and then their kind of core of three wide receivers? I think if they're smart, they probably go in the trenches. Um, I think they need high, high upside, high floor players. So either you're going to take what are they picking three, three. Right? Three defense player. Yeah, um, if if they're smart, they take somebody like Quinn and Williams, who basically should not bust. But the Jets are not smart, so who knows what the hell they do. Um, I think that they they should either take Quinn and Williams, uh, or trade back, get some O line, get some D line help, help in the trenches. I don't see them addressing skill positions with signing Le'Veon, signing Crowder. They have Robbie still there, Herndon. I don't see them going any offense in this one besides outside of like the trenches, like I said. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's move to one of our co-hosts' favorite teams, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, two drink, you have the floor on this one. What the hell are they doing? You said running back. I mean, I feel like we need wide receiver help too. We got a, a bunch of bunch of guys that kind of do the same thing, and and I'm not really sure any of them can can be big time even with Fitzpatrick. So I'd, I'd like to see pieces all over the place. Do you think they, I don't want to say keep tanking, but I mean, do you see them like trading back Do you, uh, at all? I mean, you're kind of, I don't want to say yeah, an insider, but. No, I could definitely see us uh, trading back, especially if we can acquire some more 2020s and end up with a lot more picks next year. Mm-hmm. If uh, It wouldn't surprise me if we maybe make four picks total okay. in, in this one and, and definitely acquire a lot for next year when we have a ton of money as well. Do you think their top two running backs are set with Balaj and Kenyon Drake, or can a rookie make an impact year one? Um, it feels like those two guys are set, um, along with where I think we will address the position like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we need offensive line help, you know. Yep. Defense all over the place, so um, I, I I doubt we take a running back until Saturday. Okay. So uh, I think they, those guys would be more depth plays behind behind Bellage and Drake. Let okay. them fight it out. Derek, thoughts on the Dolphins? Or do you see them again kind of addressing the – I know we talked about the trenches for the first two teams, but are they more trench warfare here, or do you think there could be a skill player, an impactful skill player taken in the first two days of the draft by the Dolphins? I think that uh, you have a head coach and an offensive coordinator that came straight out of New England. I think if they learned anything out of New England, it is to – um, acquire volume and go after your dudes. And so I will not be surprised if they trade back. I will not be surprised if they go with simply best player available, whatever the hell that is, whether that's a wide receiver, whether that's, you know, a corner, whether that's, um, I mean, I don't see any corners fall into them probably, but whatever player it is, I think they need to go best player available. I think they need volume of picks for this mm-hmm. roster, I think that this team is probably, I mean, they're in tank mode. I mean, it, you know, you get rid of Tannehill, not, he's not great, but you get Fitzpatrick. And, I mean, it just, it screams what you want to do, and they need to do it. So, I, I, yeah, I think it's BPA all day. Okay, cool. 
Uh, let's move to the Patriots, and we'll start with Swags on this one. I think nearly every single mock I've seen has uh, either a tight end going to them in the first – one of the tight ends going to them in the first round to replace Rob Gronkowski. Um, do you think that's still the case? I mean, there's clearly a hole there. Yeah, um, you have to think so just hole. with the way they yeah. play ball that that you want a tight end there. Is there one out of kind of the top three, the two Iowa kids or uh, Irv, um, that would be more ideal for the Patriots? Uh, I mean, it seems like they're interested in Fan, right? I think so. Yeah. So I think Fan might be the only one left potentially at that point to them as well. Yeah. They had Stern Sternberger in too. Uh, you know, brought him in. So maybe maybe they wait, get him a couple rounds later. Could be interesting. Yeah. But Marius I think got Demarius like- Thomas, so they don't need a wide receiver. <laughs> exactly. You're coming around, dude. Oh, okay. Clearly, he's, he's probably closer to a tight end now in his career. There you go. I like it. I think they may hold off on wide receiver, too, just from what Belichick said, I think, a couple of years ago after they traded for Brandon Cooks, um, where they said they've done a terrible job drafting wide receivers previously, and they've been using some of their draft capital to trade for vet- more veteran wide receivers. Mm-hmm. So while they could definitely use one, I-, I do think they've kind of learned their lesson here through the draft uh, and will you know, potentially use draft capital to acquire them, but not as a, as a rookie. Hunter um, from seventh. Oh, gosh. I, I, I love that take because that's kind of what I see them doing. I see them either – I don't know about all the tight end stuff. I just don't know if there's a tight end that they're going to take in the first round. It doesn't feel like a Pats thing. But, I mean, hell, they took a running back in the first round last year. I was going to so say that. Yep. I mean, I could see them using one of their middle-round picks, like you was talking about Sternberger or, or Knox or somebody like that, taking a middle-round tight end and – using that upper round equity to go get uh, a veteran wide receiver. I mean, I've heard a lot of names thrown out there, but you look at the Pats, they don't go get rookie wide receivers. They don't get these young wide receivers because the way their offensive run offense runs and these option routes, it's, it's complicated as hell. I mean, rookies have enough to digest, much less going into the Patriots offense you have a difficult offense to digest, and you have Tom Brady screaming down your throat when you're not exactly on your mark where you're supposed to be. Well, no rookie's going to be that way. So the Pats want bets, and they want guys that are supposed to be where they're supposed to be. So I I, I honestly see them trading the equity for a wide receiver. Now, who that is, I don't know. I've, I've heard a lot of names floated out there. I mean, y'all have anybody in mind that y'all see the Pats I've- possibly going after? If he's healthy, I know I know we brought him up earlier, but if I think if Emmanuel Sanders is healthy, I know the Pats had interested interest in him uh, when he was going to Denver. That was a couple years ago, clearly. But I would say he's the type of receiver, you know, very good route runner. Um, will be, I think he's fairly intelligent as well to, to run those option routes. If he's healthy, I think they could get him for super cheap from Denver. To be honest, they probably want to unload that contract anyway. Um, I think that could be a fascinating play uh, for them on the cheap. Uh, if they want to maybe use like a sixth round pick or a fifth round pick if he's healthy. Hmm. Two drinks twice. That sounds crazy. Reunite, crazy. reunite the Broncos. Reunite if the Broncos. Thomas is still on the roster. If Thomas is still on the roster. But yeah, I mean, I know the Pat, the Pats were one of the teams, I think, when he was a restricted free agent, they put an offer in for him or something along those lines. Um, and they ended up not getting him. Denver matched, I believe. But um, I mean, they trade for Diggs. <laughs> that'd be crazy. Whew, I heard uh what was that early on the off season there were there the was Washington, rumors of yeah. like AJ Green or somebody like oh, that. Oh wow. um OBJ, like they said they came after OBJ. They did, yep. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. There's a whole lot of names out there. I mean, even if they sign somebody, like, I, I just, it just feels like, and everybody's always like, oh, it's a Patriot thing to do. But I, I feel like they're going to go after a wide receiver. Yeah, I think so. I think it's mm-hmm. going to happen. Um, let's move now to the AFC South and clearly a couple needs for a few of these teams. Uh, we'll start with, um, I think one of the better teams in the, in the division, the, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Andrew Luck and his band of uh, misfits besides, I guess, Eric Ebron and T.Y. Hilton. Um, I know they added Devin Funches for, for his one-year contract, but I would have to think wide receiver is still an area of need for the Colts. Uh, two drink thoughts on, on the Colts going forward in this first few rounds of the draft. This is your team, dude. You're the luck lover. So I, I feel the like they lover. need a running back. I'm not as high on Marlon Mack as some people. Oh. Are. I, I could totally see them like, going a different way. I'm fine with Hill. Even with Wilkins and, even with Wilkins and Hines there. You think I, I like still... Naheen Hines, but he's the more he's, he's my uh the geo of the Colts, you know, and yep. they still need a lead back there, but I love Naheem Hines. I agree. He's the PPR back. I think that I, I'd like to see a uh, a workhorse there. Are you a Mac truther, Derek? Dude, I'm not a Mac truther. I'm I'm late to the party, but I'm all on, all, all aboard on Mac. Oh, okay. I'm on uh, it, man. They, they didn't do anything in free agency. Nope. He showed out down the stretch. He's gonna be the dude. That's the hype train whistle. Yes, he said he, he's it. all aboard. I'm just slow. Yep. I'm on it, man. I mean, I would love to it. I was going to like spit the hate about him, like. Last year about him not being decisive. The dude was decisive as hell this year. So sign yeah. me up. When you show that you're going to play better or different than you did in your first year, yeah, I'm down. So I think Matt Waldman had a really good point, and they changed a lot of their scheme uh, to more of a gap scheme versus a zone scheme. So he's not making decisions. It's pick, it's the you're running here. This is the gap you're running to. If, if the hole's not there, just put your head down and get a couple yards. So I think for a back like him, it made it much easier. Instead of giving him, you know, a two-way go and making zone cuts, they basically were doing a lot of like the, the power plays and things like that to where gaps should open up. And with that offensive line, I mean, Jesus Christmas, they were they were amazing last year. Um so yeah, I, I get the production on Mac's side, but Swags, I do agree with you. I think Mac can be replaced um with a more dynamic playmaker potentially. But um he definitely showed out. He definitely balled out last year for sure. It's a great situation. Whoever can stay healthy in that role, like we'll, oh we'll put up fantasy I points. I think they'll probably draft like offensive Analysis. players late though, if they're drafting them. But I don't know. I like Funches more than you guys too. Oh, I don't like Funches. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <It's so> <laughs> uh, I don't like him. He's, he's Eric Ebron's ugly, nasty, evil nemesis brother. Uh, <laughs> So do you think? So saying that, I mean, do you? How much do you think that cuts into Ebron's production? I mean, obviously Ebron had a boatload of touchdowns this past year. I mean, does you see his his <laughs> not touchdown too percent? much with that? You, I mean, it can't be too much. Four, <laughs> what? four for for Funches got- or for Ebron? No, Funches. I was I was uh, speaking for Derek. I was saying he can't cut into it too much. If if you, hate I mean, him he's that nasty, much. but. Just- He's nasty, but Ebron's production was all based off of uh, touchdowns, not yards. So you got if Doyle comes back and you got Funches. I mean, that's what three dudes playing essentially kind of the same role. I, I I'm I'm all on uh you, you you get rid of Ebron and you get rid of him now. If not, you should have already. Yeah, I think it was definitely his career year. 
especially like you said. I mean, Doyle was out the whole year. They had T.Y. Hilton, who was banged up for most of the year, and nobody else. And Luck still made him in a, into a superstar. Um, let's move to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Leonard Fournette seemingly will still be on the team. Uh, they clearly need a, a backup there. Um, wide receiver seems to be somewhat loaded uh, for Jacksonville with a bunch of good young players. Uh, tight end seems to be kind of a mess for them, uh, and they're clearly a bunch in this draft. I mean, where do you think they go? Uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Swag on this one. Um, where <laughs> do I think who goes? Jacksonville. Oh, right. I don't know. Kind dude. of a cluster, right? That's what I was thinking. I want to formally apologize for anybody that goes there. <laughs> anti anti Nick Foles is swag. They're, they're, they're going to get big date Nick. <laughs> it, it just, I mean, I don't know, dude. It just doesn't seem like a great situation. They've got so many wide receivers that we go back and forth all the time. I don't know, dude. They need yeah. a lot. They do need they need a lot, but I feel like the top of their depth chart is kind of solidified against wide receiver and running back. Um, Derek, I mean, do you think there's any way a skill position player could kind of crack in to to get some actually fancy goodness this year? Oh, it's possible. I mean, when did they take uh, DJ Chark last year? Second round. Uh, second. I think. So, it was I mean, second. the the team has shown they're willing to take skill players high. It just depends on if they feel there's a need. Man, I I and it's a nasty landing spot. I I want him to go somewhere who so better. But considering the OC, considering this is what we think is a run first team, and the parallels with the new, um, I mean, with the quarterback stuff like that, dude. Can we honestly not rule out them trading up, or if he falls, taking a TJ Hawkinson? With, with, with Filippo seeing like shades of Ertz and he blocks like a mother F and he's going to help out the run game. And you know, Coughlin loves guys that are tough as nails. I don't know, man. TJ feels like a really good pick for the, for the Jaguars. If they're able to make that. I like it. I can dig it. Yeah, for sure. Eric Ebron was fifth in yards last year among tight ends. Oh, that doesn't mean sixth, much. Tight end's nasty. Sixth <laughs> in receptions last year. We know about the touchdowns. Well, I don't have to talk well, about that. I mean, well, at what's what the t- numbers? What what's you the, give what's a guy the, not a break? the fifth and the sixth? What's, what's, what's the, the absolute number? number? <laughs> um, 66 receptions. Do you want to talk about the guys below him and try to what, suck their dick? The I don't know what's going on here. I mean, we're talking about, we're not saying he's Zach Ertz or Travis Kelsey, are we? Or. George no, Kittle, but what do you want from the guy? Yards are 750. Again, do you want you to talk about the guys below down. him? Like, why Why are we so down on this guy? We say it's all touchdowns, but you add those touchdowns to the fifth highest yards and the sixth highest receptions, and, I mean, it's, is it really that bad? Plus, no Jack Doyle probably for the start but, of the season. Well, again, I mean, yeah, it's no Jack Doyle. Is, is he going to – and now you have Funches? I mean, he was basically the second option. Is he definitely the second option now? So what, you're going to pay me more for Nujoku, who just got Odell Beckham Jr. added to the game? Who was was eighth in yards last year? And it looks like about 10th in receptions. Like, all of a sudden, he's worth more because Funchess went to 
the Colts because Fun just went to the Colts. That guy that you said ew to, but we're not talking <laughs> about do. Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> you know what I mean? He no, do, like, but he's still gonna get targets and he's still gonna eat into the production. Like with Funches and Doyle, they're both still. You got two guys that Ebron didn't have to deal with last year. He didn't have to deal with anybody outside of Ty Hilton last year in the passing game, and that's all he did. So you don't think I there's mean, any any little bit of insanity to the industry, like myself included, that I would rather have David Njoku than Eric Ebron, who outproduces him every year. You would rather Njoku over Ebron? Yeah. No, just sounds I, more I, fun. But but I but I would why? rather Njoku over Ebron as well because but my I don't question is you don't Ebron think there's repeating. a little insanity there like no. that we're not just You're a little too crazy. high on the guy that's doing less every year two years in a row in, i don't think there's insanity in the sense that you can see the fall coming for ebron in the sense that is he's it, how do we're have, imagining that though how are we imagining it like unless it hasn't happened are both okay unless <laughs> and bunches are both hurt they will eat into his numbers. That so is a fact. What has to happen? Nobody else was number two last year. What has to happen to make Najoku put up that kind of production that Ebron got last year? I just want last year from Najoku. What has to happen for me to get that? Uh, I want those Njoku thirteen to touchdowns out of him. I want those seven hundred and fifty yards out of him, and I want those sixty-six receptions out of him this year. You ha- Njoku has to learn how to block, and you have Todd Munkin. Who loves to throw the ball? I mean, both those things are there. And you have a second year of Baker Mayfield who showed out in his first year. But you're not worried about Odell Beckham Jr. or Landry, Chubb Hunt, Rashard Higgins. <laughs> Your boy Callaway. Yeah. I mean, I'm not worried as much about Callaway. <laughs> it was Higgins that got you. <laughs> It, it was the Higgins. It was, it, it was the Higgins. And was, I'm just saying, man, like, because I'm, it, and I kind of just started thinking about it now. Like, what is so wrong about Ebron? I mean, I honestly, I like I, I'm not, I'm not on Ebron, and I'm, I'm, I'm more worried about Njoku, and I was huge on Njoku last year. I'm yeah, more worried sure. about Njoku going forward than most are. I, I think both of them have. Everybody should be. Pressing the panic button on both. I, I'm worried about Njoku. How the F did this turn into a tight end show? <laughs> it's all right. Good debate, man. No. I just, I, I mean, I think I moral of the story is Poor like tight end is gross beside the top three. And, and he's now, still young. It's nasty. He's still young. It took him a couple of years to develop. Well, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. You don't know what we were talking about. Haven't you been like, like belligerently, like just hounding me for a certain tight end? Me? Oh no! I, I said that. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. My bad. I want Gasecki from you. Yeah, I know you do. I know you want. <laughs> What's that have to do with? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, the voice has got. Uh, I, I'm. I'll blame the whiskey. Yeah, but that want, sounds good. I want some Gasecki. <laughs> Get it? I'll be open about that. I will pay up a little bit. I, I like Kaseki too. I bet yeah, I'll pay more than anybody <clears throat> in the league. I bet you will. <laughs> <laughs> you bet you, you met the uh, Gaseki truther. Hi, what's up? Damn you. Uh, sorry, Swags. <laughs> you just got hosed. All right, let's move on to the Houston Texans. Um, obviously, another team that's got a pretty loaded. Uh, you know, wide receiver crew there, obviously with Nuke and Will Fuller, if he can stay healthy. 
Kiki Cutie uh, was definitely a, a nice player as a rookie. Um, they healthy? I forgot that's what this is what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we do, we too much damn tight end type. Yeah, we we devolved right into yeah tight end talk. We might be doing it again too because it seems like the Houston Texans pick a tight end every single year. Um, so obviously, I think Lamar Miller still still will be the top running back there. Dante Foreman, gosh, I, I I think he's pretty much done after the Achilles injury. Um, what are we thinking, Derek? Do they go back up running back or do they take a running back for the future there? Do they take another tight end? I know uh, Jordan Thomas had some good moments there, flashed a little bit. Um, what do we think? Oh, dear God in heaven, they need to take offensive linemen. That's for sure. They That's need to go offensive line like with the first like um oh, five, five picks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but really, like they need to address the offensive line when they did not even touch it in free agency. I was like, yeah what are you doing? Yep. Um, but I, the Texans are a hard team to read. I, I think they either go offensive line. I think they, the other big need for this team because they get burnt repeatedly is uh secondary help. Yes. They, they, they need corners bad. I would not be surprised if they were high on somebody like a greedy Williams. Um, I, I, could see them taking a corner very high or going O-line and then corner second round. Yeah. No, I could see, I could see that for sure. Um, two drink. Any thoughts here if they for a skill position player, or do you think they're just sticking with uh, the, the offensive line clearly because that's a huge need area or secondary? I mean, I think with as deep as the wide receiver class is, we probably see them take one late because, like I said, Fuller and Kiki can't stay healthy. So why not add another piece to that mix? But it won't be early. Okay. Let's move to the Tennessee Titans, um, who did a little bit of work in the offseason at Adam Humphreys. Um, but still, Corey Davis seems to be the the number one there. Uh, running backs, supposedly it's going to be Derrick Henry's show this year coming up. Um, seem pretty set at the skill position players. I, I think uh, we see them replace uh, Deion Lewis. Really? Okay. Find so a Deion Lewis did, replacement. Wow. Kind okay. of a, a PPR back. Yeah. back. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that call. Um, Derek, do you think they, they do that as well? Or do you think it's more of just uh, shoring up the offensive line and things of that nature, even though it's pretty and, good already? Uh, Brable has added a lot to this defense. So I could see them going best player on the board. Um, I've heard a lot of stuff about them taking a tight end. Mm. And that that honestly depends. I mean, they got two tight ends on their roster. I still love Johnny Smith. But Walker and Smith are both still hurt, and how the Titans feel behind closed doors about their health for 2019 and moving forward is, I think, going to depend a lot on what they do. I think that they they added wide receiver help, and they honestly could just go with the best guy who is at the top of their board. I I I don't know if I see running back because they have thrown a lot of love to Derrick Henry and a lot of volume to down the stretch of last year. So Dion is solid for what they do. They, I, I don't see them taking a running back until late, honestly. I mean, if they do, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I could see them just going best player available here. Okay. All right. Let's move down to the AFC North. Um, so start with the Pittsburgh Steelers here. Obviously tons of change in the offseason, losing Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, but still seems they're a pretty deep team uh, when you think about it. Um, at wide receiver, obviously, with Juju and James Washington, also signed Dante Moncrief. Um, 
running back. They've got a, you know, definitely some depth there as well with James Conner and Jalen Samuels. Um, so, uh, two drink. I know we kind of chatted about this earlier before the before the show, but I mean, do you think it's more of a they take a wide receiver in the middle rounds like they seem to do and, and are able to develop them? Uh, it feels like the the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh way. So yeah, and and maybe it's a, a bigger body guy and and get somebody on the outside developed so so that we can move Juju back into the slot where where he should be. Two drink. Say who I think you're going to say. Who who do the Steelers take on the outside? I mean, I'd love to see Hakeem Butler, but I don't yes. think he, I don't. Think, I, don't I don't think he lasts long enough, dude, to where they're gonna take him. I think he'll go before that, unless unless he slides to We've, the second. But we started here in some. But I would I would love that, but I would hate it for my James Washington. Oh, I, I, I think, think James Washington's already got a little bit of slide already. Mm. Yeah, chill out. Let's go back to Butler. Let's go back to Butler. <laughs> All right, let's go back to that that moment. We we were good in that moment. <laughs> I think we started hearing some things about Butler too. He may not be on as high on certain boards. I think Roto World, Roto World had a blurb on it mm-hmm. um, where Butler may not be high on people's draft boards. So he may be there in the middle rounds actually to drink, um, which could be interesting. Be um, very nice. Yeah. Be very, very nice. Um, Swags, any thoughts here about them? Pittsburgh adding depth? Um, no. Yeah. I agree with you guys. I'm going to take my opportunity to save us a few minutes on this one. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so Swags, can you mark? Can you can you have a timestamp in this next couple seconds here? Uh, because the Cleveland Browns are fucking loaded. This team is ridiculous. Um, oh, Steve, uh, so just when I'm I starting to like you so much, I know it's because I complimented you as being a good host, huh? I know. I had I had to do it though because this team is ridiculous. It no, really is. It actually made me love you more, Steve. But you I can know. fuck off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but like, what? What this, this team doesn't need any skill players. Gonna, I think they're going to address offensive line uh, and and probably still work on that defense. But yeah. offensively, skill players like they're ridiculous. Uh, you go up and down the board. I mean, Chubb, Hunt, uh, Duke's still there. Even though he wants out, uh, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Njoku, uh, Callaway, Hollywood Higgins. <laughs> like, what yeah, else? It's crazy. It's insane. Um, so they're in good shape for the skill position players. We're going to pass them. <laughs> they're scary. They're, they're scary. Uh, let's move Dangerous. to the Bengals. I think the, so before you move on, yeah. I yeah. do think the Browns take a wide receiver late. I, I do believe that because Landry's contract, if you look at it, his dead cap drops off after this year. So if he has another underwhelming year with OBJ uh-huh. there, I think that if Callaway or if a drafted guy steps forward, I don't know if Landry's so safe. Or, man. Or, I'd be, go ahead, two drink. No, I'm – I heard you talk about this last week on yep. uh, whichever one, and we're, oh. we're going to stay on that Butler <laughs> moment and just and just move it to the next. One. I'm not, not going to fight you right now, sir. We're going to stay good. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just have one counterpoint to that. I'd be shocked if Odell, with his you know newfound contract and him reuniting with his kind of brother in arms there with with Jarvis, allows Jarvis to be cut. Like I know he doesn't have really a ton of say in the front office, but I think you'd have one disgruntled Odell Beckham Jr. if next year Jarvis Landry was gone from that team. Or be, I'd be shocked if Landry was gone. Even though the, you're totally right with the cap number, I just think in terms of player morale, I think that would kill Beckham and he would potentially want out as well. Then I wonder um, if they asked Landry to restructure. Yep. That, that's that's the compromise. I, I think it's reasonable. I think it's entirely reasonable. <laughs> Um, let's go to the Bengals. Um, so, I mean, this, this skill position player set, 
right? We quarterback could happen, right? We do think quarterback could happen with Andy Dalton, obviously not the greatest player in the world. Um, doesn't really make the players around him better, but is uh, more than a game manager in certain spots. Um, what are we thinking to drink? What are we thinking for the Bengals? Um, it sounds like uh, they're, they're going to get a quarterback in this draft. I'm not sure that's what they should do, but that's a lot of the rumblings going on. Of course, we have to decipher the smoke screen right now, but I think they got to add a wide receiver too, but that defense is bad. Offensive yes. line is so bad. Much shade on my boy, Jeff Driscoll. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> yes. We'll keep him shaded. Um, Swags, any thoughts here? No, I agree. It sounds like they'll probably go after a quarterback. I mean, they they could use a tight end, a wide receiver. Everything, do you guys, but a do you running guys, back. I, I like somebody put in here. I don't know if it was Steve or two drink, but the, the handcuff and remix, and maybe I don't mind that, but still have Geo. Derek, any thoughts there? I, I, I think they go defense, so they go O line, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, I think the wide receivers are okay. I mean, you have OG, you have what AJ Green, they're going to extend him. You have Boyd in the slot. Ross is an afterthought, but I mean, you can get a field stretcher late. I'm not worried yeah. about that. I mean, you know, I I think this is a Bengals team that needs a lot of help. I don't necessarily know if they go quarterback this year. I think that's all smoke. I think that – and I, I looked at stats for – and this is going to be a lot of shade right now, but I Do looked it. at stats uh, for uh, the first three years of their careers. Jared Goff and uh, Andy Dalton look very yep. similar. Yep. And so I think that you look at Taylor and he's like, all right, I can make, I mean, we saw the videos of him meeting Dalton. He's like, I watch a lot of film on you and stuff like that. Like, I think that he is going to tailor an offense that is play action, run heavy and very golf esque in the first year of when, when he was with McVay. And I think Andy's going to be fine. I think they address quarterback next year. I think they try to build up the team around it and they, they go quarterback next year. He needs his pieces to stay healthy, which hasn't happened in a long no, time. No, that shit never happens in Cincinnati. I, I, I don't know, like what they just had the like the bad voodoo doll up there. It just it never freaking happens, man. Like whether it's Geo, whether it's Eifert, whether it's AJ, whether it's, I mean, ever uh, Ross, everybody freaking gets hurt, and they're just Amazing. like, all right, here, let's resign you. Let's give you a new little uh, one year deal. It makes no freaking sense to me. Like, I'm like, okay, you prove that you can't freaking stay healthy. Yep. Get somebody new. Let's move now from the Cincinnati Bengals and finish up with the AFC and talk about the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Obviously, a huge change last year with the converting the Lamar Jackson to starting quarterback. Will be the starter going forward. Definitely a more of a run-based scheme, and they unloaded all the receivers they signed. Besides Willie Sneed, Willie Sneed is still on the roster. So it's about eight different tight ends in Willie Sneed. Um, so I think clearly wide receiver is a neat area for, for Baltimore. Dude, um, you know they're going to get one of these tight ends. They're going to get a tight end, too. They're, they're just going to do it. They're going to have one, 20. Th- well, well, 17 personnel, it's going to be a thing. Gonna yeah, be a thing. I mean, and they've got Traquan <laughs> Smith, and yeah, they're good, man. So, so um, which receiver out of your top five, Derek, would you most want to go to Baltimore if there are any? Or do you think it's a wasteland now with oh, Lamar playing Baltimore. quarterback? Uh, the guy that I want to fall on the knife, <laughs> the, the, yeah. the sword, the what is dead awesome. will never die. I The guy that I want to go to Baltimore because I just, I'm not buying the hype and it feels like such a Baltimore pick is DK Metcalf. I want him to go to Baltimore oh, so bad. So bad. 
And he's got the biceps to block, right? We can definitely see that. I mean, sure. he's got he's got the physique, man. He he he's got more hair than Perriman, and he has got muscles. It, that dude could block like a mother f. At least he can run go routes, and Jackson can sprint out to the side or whatever, and just toss it down to him and Mark Andrews all day or whatever other seven tight ends are running routes. Oh gosh, yeah, I, I could see that happening. Uh, two drink. What are we thinking here for Baltimore? I mean, is there one receiver that you think could actually be successful in Baltimore? Uh, I'd hate to do it, but maybe like AJ Brown would be kind of kind of fun oh. there. But, but every, yeah, see, you all do that to that man. Do that to that man, right? All right, it's fine. Like that draft I'll, I'll be that, Like if you it's say the wrong, like that that man. Don't do that to that man. That's just uh, how did you man. transport from or trans transform from a dick to a dick so quick? easy uh this show's broken down (laughs) but swags is there a receiver that you think actually could be successful in baltimore with lamar quarterback um yeah receiver not not mandrews but an actual receiver i i mean (laughs) you had to throw in at the end to remind me that lamar's their quarterback so yep I mean, I wouldn't be too excited about any quarterback that landed in Baltimore, be a veteran or rookie or anybody. There's going to be somebody probably that sounds exciting that goes there, but Lamar will probably run right by them. They'll be an excellent blocker for him. They're all behind Willie Sneed anyways, right? Yeah. (laughs) The Ravens, Baltimore is where wide receivers go to die. RFP Macklin. Yep. R.I.P. Every other wide receiver. Old man. <laughs> I love Steve Smith, the God. Oh, love yeah. Steve Smith. He's actually good on NFL Network, too. I, I love his his takes on NFL Network. They're actually really oh, good. dude. He's he's gold. He's great. Absolute yeah. gold. Because he does not pull punches at all. Like, he calls people out. He, like, even his own. No, guy. you know what? I, I kind of undersold him. I hate gold, man. He's platinum. Love it. Love it. Good man. Uh, so, before we get into our super flex trade really? segment, what was that? Did you drink? Nothing. Keep going. <laughs> oh. Steve Smith. <laughs> Steve Smith. Got it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> so before we get into our Scout like NFL stuff. football like a pro, <laughs> invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and it, assessment Steve. from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. Awesome. Again, Scouting Academy, one of the best things we are associated with. Over 30 people have gotten real NFL jobs in scouting departments uh, from general managers all the way down uh, by going through this curriculum. So super, super awesome thing. Always check out the Scouting Academy. Uh, So now let's talk, go to our ever popular Superflex trade segment. Um, So all these trades are Superflex going forward here. So first one from at NFL Buddies. 12-team full PPR, Drew Brees, the 210, a 2021st and 2022nd, or Jimmy Garoppolo and 1.04. Let's start with our guest, Derek, on this one. (laughs) So Drew Brees, what else for Jimmy? Yep, so Drew Drew Brees, 2.10 in this year, a 2021st and 2022nd for Jimmy G and the 1.04 this year. 
Oh, um, it's a good one. Yeah. Damn, that's a good one. Um, shoot. Give me, give me the breeze side, and yes. and I'll say that because I'll take the twenty twenty picks over the one hundred four. And Jimmy G is basically, if you look at his contract, he's only got this year, and after that, the dead cap goes. And if he doesn't produce, SF might be looking for a QB. So the one, the one year left on Breeze might not be that much different than Jimmy. And I mean, if Jimmy balls out, then yeah, it's a wash. I mean, then obviously the Jimmy side, but I I'll slide toward the Breeze side because the the 2020 picks and because I know what Breeze is. Okay. Uh, Swags, your thoughts? No, I know what he's trying to say too, like, or, or what he said, like Jimmy G hasn't really shown us even a year in, in an offense yet. He's a lot older than we think too. And he's got that injury under his belt. The one Oh four this year sounds kind of exciting, man. Like I feel like you could get out of Jimmy G cause it holds so much value in that offense if you wanted to, but man, you get those two seconds to 2020 second, which we can still do good with the first mm, man. I'm not a fan of old ass quarterbacks though. This is a super tough one for me. I I, I wish if I if you if, trade for Breeze, does he have to die on your team? Like can, you, he you don't he, think he probably will. He does. He okay. almost does. And, or you want to get Teddy Bridgewater or something? That's the problem with it. I have more time to do <clears> something and, with and Jimmy should. G. But I agree with everything you said. Like he hasn't really shown us a, a ton yet. Like we have a lot of hope for that. But I mean, he's what twenty seven, twenty eight. Um, like a seven to five touchdown interception ratio in those games that he did play. Yep. So that's not great. Yeah. Well, the hope is that I mean what what second year you know, system. Um Big Dick Nick 2.0 showed in the SF offense. I mean, can we say that Jimmy can't do better than what he showed down the stretch? You would think he could. Well, yep. I just know I, if I, I personally if, yeah. if I personally take on Breeze, I'm right away like not liking the way my team looks now. He he adds so much sure. to my age average. I, I hate it. He's like three <laughs> players in one. So, but he could play for three more years too. Like it, it could happen. There's no I, reason why. I I know, but <laughs> but that average is that average. Like it if you it, it just yeah yeah. I mean I mean it's crazy though. I mean you take three players that are 25 and you're at 75, but you take two that are 25 and then the 40 and you're at 90 and your average age is 30, just like that. Just like that, and I don't like that. Yeah, he, he changes my average age too much. I'm taking Jimmy G. Okay, two drink. Stupid reason, I know, but man, I, All right. I, that's oh, crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I get it. I mean, the the other side of the breeze thing is, uh, I mean, he could go for another two years. He can go for another three. I mean, it all depends on if they win. And you're talking about this, the biggest Saints homer, uh, at least on this pod right now. Um. If they win the bowl, he retires. I, th- I said that last year. So I, that's my belief, mm-hmm. and that's what I equate into this trade. Okay. Your drink. Thoughts? Uh, I think I'm willing to risk the upside of Jimmy G and and playing with that 104 right now. Okay. I'm going to take Stafford Jimmy for Jimmy, Jimmy G. Probably. You, you can definitely oh, get Stafford for Jimmy G. Yeah. People, hate, people hate Stafford. See, I'd way I'd rather do that. I'd, I'd, I'd way rather go that route. Okay. 
or something like that. Something, uh, yeah, a little lifespan to it. Okay. I'll take the Stafford. brief side, too. Stafford is so unappreciated. He it's is. ridiculous. Yep, I agree. Little little time left on this one, but uh, 56% will take the old man and the 2020s. Cool. Cool, uh, cool start, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Next one from at DFF underscore C Smith. Uh, 12 team, 0.5 PPR, tight end premium league. Uh, Kamara, Mitch Trubisky, and Evan Ingram, or Juju, Baker, and Ebron. I think we already know pieces. Wow. a lot of pieces that are pretty, pretty good here. Um, Swags, do we know where you're going with Baker? Is that just <laughs> clear to start with? No, dude, I'm going to take that Kamara side. It's really? Kamara. It's Kamara. Yeah. Even with Juju. I mean, it's got, he's, we've get, we get tight end, what, three in this, running back four, and then, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd take 20. Kamara over Juju. I'd take Ingram over Ebron. And then uh, Baker and Mitch aren't really close for me, but I've got a quarterback I, that I feel like I can start, and it's admirable enough. Yeah, yeah, okay. I like that Kamara wow, side. It's sh- all about Kamara for me in this I'm, trade. I'm surprised. I am surprised, I will say, that you didn't I take thought him. he was going that way. I so thought he was going Baker. kind of where I went. No, I, yeah. I knew it was Kamara. There's a lot of nice pieces in this trade. Yeah, but, but Baker's side is the correct side with Juju. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Baker's side is the correct side. Well, uh, you guys just uh, like Ebron so again? much. Sure, whole trade is so it's a twelve team. It's half. It's only half point PPR, um, but tight end premium. It's Kamara, Mitch Trubisky, Evan Ingram. And this is all super flex, by the way. Um, Kamara, Trubisky, Evan Ingram, or Juju Baker, Baker Mayfield, and Eric Ebron. Oh dear God, and Evan, you're going to make me take the Baker side, aren't you? I'm taking Do the Baker it. side. I'm making you take the Ebron side is what I was going to say. That's oh, that's oh, the Ebron no, side. Don't, don't. Nice. Damn it, he went there. He went there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Made it dirty. <laughs> I, Do yeah. It. I'm going the Baker side, man. Yeah. Say the Baker, Ebron side. Baker, no. <laughs> I, will not, I would rather say the freaking Juju side, which I am, I'm lower on Juju than consensus, but I, I, I will take the the. I'm not gonna say Ebron. I'm gonna take the Juju side. Okay. Don't, don't want that Evan Ingram. So you, you want you're telling me you want Ebron over Ingram too? Yes. I want Baker way over Trubisky. That's what I want. Couldn't get him to. say That's it. what I want. No, you're not gonna. <laughs> you're not gonna get me to say it. Uh, uh-uh. Debro loves Ebron. That's the title of this show. That is the title oh, of the show. Yeah, official dude. podcast title when it comes out. God in heaven, I hate you. And you said it was fifty six percent juju. To permission to for that one. Correct. Fifty six. the correct side. We'll put a question nice. mark at the end of it for you, Debro. Jesus, why do y'all hate me? <laughs> <laughs> you got mad love to give. This next oh, trade is crazy. Yeah, this next one is pretty nuts. Uh, so next one, last one, I should say, from at uh, Dino Mechanic, 12-team full PPR tight end premium, even though there's no tight end in the trade, so it doesn't make a difference. Uh, Mahomes and the 2.3 or... Tight end 2.3, buddy. Could be. Good, good, good call. Good call. Or Lamar Jackson and Todd Gurley. This is a <laughs> really interesting trade. Basically, how much... What's the value on Patrick Mahomes? Basically? No, no, no. Here's... Here it is for me. Can I get Swags to pit the Lamar Jackson side? Because it's girly. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> this you, is and, and the answer to that is you absolutely can. I knew it. <laughs> so you're, t- you're taking the, it's super flex, yes. 
Yeah, no. I'm taking that girly side, man, and I will uh, find somebody that likes Lamar Jackson a lot more than I do. Yep. Okay, you're you're in agreement there. What you drink? I didn't answer yet, D bro. <laughs> oh hell no! You're going before me on this one, Steve. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking Mahomes. I'm taking Mahomes. As much as I love Tal Gurley, and I, I do love Tal Gurley, he's still in my top three running backs in Dynasty. Mahomes is my one one. In, in Superflex, as we've talked about before, um, I'll keep Mahomes. I'm I'm lower on Jackson than most as well, so I, I will keep Mahomes on that side here. What are you What are you trying to get at two three? Where's uh, Yeah, I think you could definitely see one of the tight ends depending on landing yeah, spot. You could get a nice tight end there, probably. Right. Um, I think if any of the quarterbacks land in a good spot, they'll probably be gone by then. Long gone by then. Um, Maybe, you know, that, that scat back role for one of the teams we talked about earlier, potentially as well, had 2-3. This is my first um, Lamar Jackson share ever. So, so you get Pat, Patty and 2-3? <laughs> Patty and 2-3. Right? Yep. Yeah, man. It's the Patty side for me. Love it. And yeah, like I not think a, and, and Mahomes are super close, though, actually, man, in rankings. Like, they're both top five for me. And then yeah, but there's no way you're getting Lamar Jackson with a 2-3. No, you're not. That's a good call. But yeah. I, Personal preference, I think, at that point. In Superflex, I just – Patty Mahomes is almost like – I mean, in most leagues, near unattainable. I, I just – I don't know, man. I, I, I think it's the Patty side for me because, like you're saying, like you can get Patty and you can get a tight end and you could be rocking like the QB1 in Dynasty and a really good tight end and just put it to bed. Yeah, I guess it depends on the running back depth for me, but man, I'm all about going out and getting some Todd Gurley. There's man, not one I'm, quarterback I would have taken in front of Todd Gurley in Superflex last year. Yeah. I, I'm honestly in, and <laughs> I'm going to show my cards here. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about Gurley. I'll be honest. Everybody is. Me. That's the beauty. Yeah. Yep. So you're buying I am, cheap. I am, when when I, have I, people I, not been <clears> worried about Gurley? After he scores all those points for you each week, that's the only times people haven't been worried about Gurley. It's always like, it's always been that way his entire career. I I mean, his worst year, he was RB16, and we crapped all over that too. The dude's been uber productive for us. He's a start every week. He's he's super productive, but if you look at the guys that we've talked about, doing um, procedures and things like that, like Jamar Charles and guys. And I know all the arthritis has been built up and stuff. I, I'm not saying that he won't be top 10, top seven, what have you, but in dynasty, I'm worried. I, I, I mean, you give me girly and redraft fine. Yeah. In dynasty, I'm more apt to sell him because I'm worried about what his, his outlook is past that two years. I don't have his contract in front of me, but he's pretty, he's got a safe cushion for the next two years. Mm-hmm. He's only now, 24. What, I mean, well, he's only 24, but how old is his knee? I mean, if you look at the, what was it? The, the TMZ video that, that he was still like hopping around on one leg. I, I I'm more worried about his leg than, than most people. Honestly. Hmm. I didn't see that video. Does it change your opinion? No. Yeah, it's the off season, man. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They all get beat up. Mahomes is going to miss games at some point in his career too. We're going to be worried. Don't you put that bad mojo? I'm not trying to. It's a it's a reality of the game. I'm not saying it's going to hinder his career, but it's a reality of the game. I mean, who doesn't miss some time in those 
key roles like that. Eli freaking Manning, that too. Uh, oh, Jesus. I'm a Giants fan, so I had to say. <coughs> oh, God. As, ba- as bad as Eli's yeah. been, as bad as he's been, he still plays. Um, yeah. Two drink. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Just saying. If- I, I if I have Mahomes on my team, I don't think I can move him for this. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of superflex startups I've I've been seeing recently, you just even it's just on Twitter, Mahomes is still you know sliding to to one hundred three, one hundred four sometimes, and mm-hmm. and even those. And Gurley is is maybe at worst you know ten, eleven, twelve. The difference there is not enough between what two three is and Lamar Jackson in a superflex. Yeah, so I I, I think the value makes sense to do Lamar Jackson and Gurley. And if you don't believe in Lamar Jackson, like Swag says, go find the guy that is and and upgrade the position that way. And then you got Gurley. Um, but again, if, if Mahomes is on my team, I don't think this pulls him off of my team. I'm going to ride that. Fair. Total cop out. You're welcome. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> that was a total hedge. That was, that, was, that, was, that was the fence bed right there. That's my man. All right, what's the uh, what's the poll say right now, T-Rank? It is uh, 54% has that Mahomes fever. All right. Boom. Cool. All right, last one from Ad Drunken Siegel. Dante Pettis and Mike Gusecki or Christian Kirk? Oh, shit, you did one? D-Bro. Wow. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm a huge... <laughs> oh, my God. You did it. I love Slam it. Slam dunk. Slam dunk. This is a Pettis side all day. Like I just, Sorry, not even, it's not close to me. Not close, Sorry. I, dude. It's not close in the sense that I I feel like Pettis is a better receiver than Kirk. Um, and you're really and, screwed then. And then you get, <laughs> just saying, man. No, I, I, I think Pettis is a better receiver than Kirk. And I I if you get Gasecki on top, yeah, I'm down. I I'm surprised you feel that way. Really. Yeah, just from um, previous <laughs> conversations we've had about trades. Yeah, yeah. I felt like you were quite a bit higher on Christian Kirk than what you just I, let out. I like Kirk. I do. Um, Not as much as Pettis, though, clearly. But but the other side of the conversation here is, can, can you definitely tell me that the Cardinals don't address wide receiver in the draft? You can. I cannot definitely I tell you the that the 49ers won't. 49ers should too. That's fair. Out on next week's show. Yeah, Jordan. I mean, Pettis still can move around the formation, and Kirk is still better in the slot, which he's still not working. Um, Kirk didn't even play the whole year and still finished better than Pettis. Pettis was not a starter until half the year was over, and then stretched as a starter was better than Kirk. Yeah, he did really good in like two games. At least Kirk will have Kyler Murray thrown to him. Yeah, I think that. Fair point. No, I think it's going to be Rosen, but I I think that they're going to air it out over there, man. I think that Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald will get a lot of targets, man. Dude, you don't have to sell me on the Cardinals. I wrote an article talking about all the love that I have for the Cardinals and the Bengals going into the dynasty. So, yeah, you don't have to sell me on that. I'm on it. (laughs) You're tough. That was actually a a Mm. trade offer if you didn't notice. Yeah. No, I well, I haven't noticed. I am the drunken yet. seagull. Yeah, Swag's the drunken seagull. Oh, uh, nice. Yep, yep. So hmm. That was his initial trade offer to you for Mike Gusecki. We will uh, have to revisit this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell, I can't let you put that in there. Yeah, I, yep. I'll, I'll take my side. Okay. Yep. I'm I didn't know it was being set up for this. See, and I, so I, I, definitely, I, I definitely want some pettish shares. 
but I, I, I uh, yeah, you, you, you gotta man, I don't, I don't I, I agree with you, man. I don't know, dude, because I'm so worried what's going to happen with the 49ers. I Where's I could totally at? see them get. Uh, I don't have any picks. Who who are they going to get? <laughs> put it put it this way. Put it this way. Okay, free agency is 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 squashed. Who are they going to get in the draft that is going to absolutely squash Pettis right now? Tell me that. Brown. I think that yeah. absolutely is a key Will word that like, we, we weren't allowed yeah. to use for really? Christian Kirk. I, no, I shouldn't say squash. I'll say mm-hmm. he'll take. He'll definitely take eat away from him. Plus, Goodwin coming back too. I think Pettis would be fourth in that team in targets. And Jordan Matthews. Ooh. Don't forget stop about Jordan, Jordan stop Matthews. Jordan. Oh, stop! Stop! That, that's a running gag from last year. God, that's, that's just, you know, he's no. he's gonna take that slot. Oh yeah. Ugh. Derek, before we before we wrap up, <laughs> tell uh, tell everywhere where tell everybody where we can where they can find you on Twitter. As I, stum- as I stumble through that at eleven at eleven thirty at night on the East Coast. Nice. You can find me at Debro underscore FFB on Twitter. I am pushing out uh, Dynasty content on Fantasy Data and Grand Iron Experts. All of my redraft and DFS slanted content. It will be at the Quant Edge, and you can hear this sultry voice. Uh, yeah. Any podcast that will have me and serious. Awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, once There's again, me. thanks for hopping on, man. Really appreciate it. Look, thank, uh, thank y'all for having me. This was a damn blast. Swags, where can they find you on Twitter? I am at DFF underscore swag. To drink. At FL to drink minimum and at Superflex pod. And I'm at the real Halupka and at Superflex trades. And we are out. One last trade in the outro. At, from at best damn dynasty. Right. 16 team, two tight end, 1.5 PPR, Nick Foles, or the 1.07 in the Superflex League. Two drink. Shit, I got to look it up. You guys go. The Superflex podcast. Swags. Foles. Yeah, Foles. <laughs> Eric. Anything Folder. over Big Day, Nick. Oh. Okay. 107. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the 107. Man, but 16 team, it's going to be really hard to get a quarterback, man. Yep, I'll Shoot, take Foles. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. And that's uh, two quarterback as well, or super flex? No, super flex. Uh, Ooh, super flex, yeah. No, sorry. I changed my mind. Foles. Foles it is. Across 78, the board. 78% to the 107. That's been Oh, my God. Debro, thanks for guys. putting up with us this week. <laughs> I had fun, Steve. I love you both. I'm sleepy. It's a blast. I love and hate all you. (laughs) Man, so rejected. All I want is Kaseki. It's just because I wanted and I can't get it. Are you just provoking it in shame? Well, it's it's like one of those things where (laughs) it's like I, I can't have it, so I want it more. And then you get to this situation where you're like, okay, I know I'm totally overpaying now, but how much am I going to overpay? It's not worth it.